somewhere between uh, this month, the 22nd and the 27th, the people who run Joe Biden are probably going to tell him to sign an accord with the world so-called health organization. And they will effectively take control over the United States response to healthcare. Well, just, just in the cases of emergencies. Because, well, I mean, you can invent emergencies. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Got the uh, house all secured, got the neighbor all ready to go to return fire as I head over to Babylon for our event in Bothell. Will God rescue America? I told a young woman at my physical therapy clinic today, nice young woman. I was traveling to Babylon and she got really excited. She's a very smart young lady, but she thought Babylon in the Middle East. And she was not as excited that it meant Seattle. Appreciate the folks at Bulwark Capital Management. Some of the people who stepped up to provide blocks of tickets. Did you get the Substack email? That's how you have a chance to win tickets because there's a dwindling supply. I do have it from the people who are making our the only knee we take is to the lord t-shirts we'll have only 100 of those at the event and we'll start with a very limited amount just like the idea that the people who get there and purchase them um get the let's get those i, I have to purchase them too <laughs> i actually have to pay for my own t-shirts that's okay uh I'm, I'm sort of putting off the topic at hand because man it just keeps rolling and uh, you'd think that since I predicted it would just keep rolling, that I would be, I don't know, satisfied. I'm not. I wish I was wrong about this. But I said when they installed the lockdown three days into that, and I was asked to take it, just hey, take it easy. Radio station people whom I admire and love said, hey, take it easy for three days. Let's just see what's going on. Please just withhold comments. And, and so I did. And I kept saying on the air, I'm going to have a lot to say about this. I'm holding back. I'm going to have a lot to say about this. Three days went by and I said, this is a swindle. And you could tell by the, the construct of the lockdowns. And very quickly it became clear that this was the great reset, that nothing is ever going to be normal again, um, in, unless we make it normal, unless we act normally. The World Health Organization is poised uh, to seize control over our response to pandemics, which would mean that they will seize control over our health care, because as we've seen, the Constitution only applies in times of normalcy. If there is an emergency, a public health emergency, like, let's say, oh, I don't know, shootings. Yeah, the CDC is looking into shootings. Rochelle Walensky, one of the con artists at the CDC, said that her that, that she's going to commit a lot of resources at the CDC uh, to to uh, look into gun violence, so-called gun violence, because it's a public health issue. Well, if they came and said there's an emergency, it's a public health emergency now. 
Climate change can be a public health emergency anytime they wish. Lack of formula. That's a public health emergency. Obesity, public health emergency. Lack of sleep, public health emergency. People misgendering people, causing them to feel sad or upset. Public health emergency. It's good that they wouldn't do that. For gosh sakes, they'd never do that. But I mean, it would give the World Health Organization a possibility to do that. Just in case Tetros, 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 the good moral man that he is, was to step down and and maybe someone else took control. I don't know that I've heard anything about this in the American media. Well, here. And I guess alternative podcasts, I should be fair. There's people with far bigger audiences than God's blessed us with. Stu Peters talks about this. Other people talk about it. It's actually on the TV <laughs> in, in, in England. It's, it's, it's actually gets aired on the TV. This is Don Wooten uh, talking about what's coming. Outside of the Chinese Communist Party itself or the World Economic Forum and its little COVID dictators like Trudeau and Ardern, I don't think there's an international organization in the world I trust less than the World Health Organization to manage future international pandemic policy. Let's just be straight for a moment. As I've been saying since April 2020, the WHO, with Dr. Tedros at the helm as Director General, aided and abetted the Chinese government in covering up the origins of the COVID-19 outbreak in Wuhan with truly devastating consequences for the world. It praised China for transparency at a time the state was killing whistleblowers and claiming human-to-human transmission of the virus was impossible. There's been no consequence for China. No, we're busy with Russia. Well, and Russia did attack another country and they are killing civilians. And I'm happy to have that argument about how we should be involved, but uh, not until I hear some focus on America from the party. Oh, one thing that Wooten said during his commentary, I don't know that you'd hear on the TV very often these days, unless it's on Tucker's show, maybe Laura Ingram's show. Still no honest investigations, still no answers, still no reckoning. Donald Trump was the only world leader prepared to stand up to this dangerous international organization, withdrawing funding for the WHO. Yeah, they're not hurting for funding. Because, of course, the figurehead was told to restore the funding. Bill Gates is the biggest funder behind the World Health Organization. So when they meet for this accord, what they're seeking is for the World Health Organization to gain control over pandemic response, which is, in fact, as we've learned, healthcare. And as I said, it can they can create an emergency out of anything they choose to call an emergency. It's one of the big problems with our founders who said we have a problem. Oh, they admitted the problem. To paraphrase John Adams, ours is a system to govern a a religious and moral people that is completely insufficient for any other. And of course, this is biblical. It's all biblical. When was the last time you read the book of Samuel? The story of how Israel came to have kings. Samuel 8, 6 through 21. But when they said, give us a king to lead us, this displeased Samuel. So he prayed to the Lord and the Lord told him, listen to the people, what they're saying to you. 
It's not you they've rejected, but they've rejected me as their king, as they've done from the day I brought them up out of Egypt until this day, forsaking me and serving other gods. So as they're doing to you. Now listen to them, but warn them solemnly and let them know what the king who will reign over them will claim as his rights. Samuel told all the words of the Lord to the people who were asking him for a king. He said, this is what the king will reign over you. And will claim as his rights. He will take your sons and make them serve with his chariots and horses, and they will run in front of his chariots. Some he will assign to be commanders of thousands and commanders of fifties and others to plow his ground and to reap his harvest and still others to make weapons of war and equipments for his chariots. He will take your daughters to be perfumers and cooks and bakers. He will take the best of your fields and vineyards and gives olive and olive groves and give those to his attendants. He will take a tenth of your grain and of your vintage and give it to his officials and attendants. Your male and female servants and the best of your cattle and donkeys he will take to use as his own. He will take a tenth of your flocks and you yourselves will become his slaves. When that day comes, you will cry out for relief from the king you've chosen, but the Lord will not answer you in that day. But the people refused to listen to Saul. No, they said, we want a king over us. Then we will be like all the other nations with the king to lead us, to go out before us and to fight our battles. When Samuel heard all the people said, he repeated it before the Lord. The Lord answered, listen to them and give them a king. It'll be fun. I added that part. It'll be fun. John Adams said that our system was for a religious and moral people and completely insufficient for another. And so the World Health Organization decision looms. The figurehead may or may not decide to sign that. He may not know what he's signing. I don't have any doubt that they give this guy things to sign or just use the auto pen without even knowing, without even telling him. Elon Musk. Man, it's hard to tell what Biden is doing, to be totally frank. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like it's the, weekend the, at Bernie's. The, 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 the real president is whoever controls the teleprompter. Right. Well, there is signs. There are signs of who's actually running things around the figurehead. Bill Gates has now admitted the lockdowns caused mental health crisis. He's admitted that locking down the schools was probably a poor idea. He's admitted that the injections do not stop transmission or infection. He's admitted that they're not durable. He will never admit, nor will anyone else admit, even Peter Navarro. And Peter Navarro says he wants Fauci in where? In prison. But there's something wrong with Navarro's statement. There's something missing from Navarro's statement. Something that is missing, frankly, from the statements of every single Republican, even people like Navarro who speaks the language of the people. There's a certain organization Navarro will not speak about in such terms. But we do have our own kings, and they do have their own opinions. And despite everything this guy has told us, despite the unprecedented number of stillborns and miscarriages, despite the insane number of myocarditis and pericarditis problems and heart attacks and strokes and deaths, despite the massive double-digit, not double-digit, triple-digit, sometimes 200% increases in all-cause mortality, Despite the story I heard yesterday from the wife of a service member 
two team guys hurt by these injections. One can no longer complete his physical training, his tests. He's flunking PT. He's never flunked PT. The other team member, team guy, won't take any more tests because he died during one of them. You can go to real, not rare, and look into this. But the World Health Organization is going to seize control if the figurehead gives it to them. This is a time to call Congress and the Senate and say, um, don't, don't validate this because they're not even treating it as a treaty. It's an accord. Thomas Massey points out accords like this, they don't, over, they don't supersede the Constitution. And it's time once again for us to remind the shiny shoes, hey, we're not going to follow the World Health Organization. Hey, we're not going to sit down and shut up. We didn't wear masks. Many of us never got injected. We're not doing it. It's blatantly unconstitutional, but every nation, of course, has their kings. So you you had had your what your two you had had two you'd had two uh, vaccinations and then two booster shots. Is that right? That's right. And you know, for people over you know fifty or sixty, uh, they'll probably have to be boosted every six months until we get even better vaccines. So I've been trying to figure this out for myself. I assume you know the answer to this, so I'll just ask you. Um, when do you get boosted again? I mean, now that you've had it, you know, I've had it around the same time. I've only gotten three shots total, only been boosted once. I, I guess we have immunity for a little while, or but when do you decide to get boosted again? Uh, yeah, so an infection where you'll get a high viral load would be like vaccination. Uh, but, you know, to be safe, every six months, uh, you're probably going to be vaccinated. As we get more data, they might even make that shorter for people who are, who are, you know, say 60 or over 70, where the duration seems to be a bit lower. Um, so we're in for ongoing vaccination to stay absolutely safe. You hear him slip it in? <clears throat> Did you hear him when he was <clears throat> talking about sticking it in us for the rest of our lives? Did you hear him slip it in? Yeah, <clears throat> he said that natural immunity is like an actual vaccine. But the body that helped cause all of this is getting ready to seize control over our healthcare to be our healthcare king, but only in times of emergency. Ha, there is an effort from uh, from licensure boards to create misinformation policies. This has already been done in the separate country of Washington. There is. A, an organization in the separate country of Washington that will go to doctors and pharmacists and say, you will be in big trouble. Your license will be reviewed. You may not have a license to practice uh, pharmacological practices here or medicine. If you disagree with the so-called public health officials, this is from the Federalist Kyle Zempel, Kylie, pardon me, Zempel, the Federation of State Medical Boards and authority on the medical licensure in the discipline in the United States recently passed a policy on medical misinformation and disinformation that will guide state medical boards and the healthcare workers they license and could even become state law. What, she says, could possibly go wrong? Well, you can go back through the insane amounts of misinformation they push to this day. Experts say the uh, vaccines are safe and effective for any and all Americans. Uh, the idea that kids aren't dying from COVID, experts say, is false. Or we could come right up to today where Bill Gates is still calling these things vaccines. You can go right up to today where there's this. The Politico 
at the behest, I'm sure, of the party, has posted a note or an article <laughs> saying that the White House is preparing Uh, the White House is preparing to to ration <laughs> the vaccines, the injections. <laughs> White House prepares to ration vaccines as COVID funding impasse looms. The government's funds are running out. Tough decisions may soon present themselves. There are 150 million injections in stockpile. The tiny little moment of pseudo immunization that they provide, like a week of maybe, and then it drops, and then you are more likely to catch the COVID flu. That doesn't even exist with Omicron. So they're inert, except they're harmful. And there's 150 million of them in stockpile, frozen and getting ready to be thrown out. So they're turning around and causing the political to, to say, we're going to have to ration these because they want people who have been scared out of their wits to go seek, as Bill Gates was just saying, their 6th, 7th, 8th, 20th, 26th booster. So will medical misinformation boards look into this or this? The day I, um, I trolled this guy named Jim Bruner. Jim is a, a writer at the Seattle Times. He used to be a reporter. And Jim, for whatever reason, was put on assignment to go meddle into the gubernatorial election where I live in the much more free country of, of, of Idaho, free state of Idaho. And where I live, the high mountains of Idaho, we are a free people. And Bruner decided to meddle in this, writing an article, taking a hit out on our lieutenant governor. And quite clearly, Jim, Jim Bruner did this on behest of a, of a, um, a limp mainstream shiny shoe professional Republican crowd that wants Brad Little to stay in the job because Brad Little doesn't say terrible things. Well, I mean, there was the whole thing where he said, God bless George Floyd and then called for everybody arrested or around Jan 6 to be arrested. And, and so I, I just, I trolled Bruner and he came back and said, oh, your, your grasp on reality leaves something to be desired because I asked a question, is Washington state actually going to do forced quarantines for the injection or for, for COVID because there was talk of that. There was good reason to believe it since they were actually building quarantine facilities and such. They didn't ultimately do that yet. Bruner neglected the fact that I was asking a question. He said I was promoting a conspiracy theory. Well, it wasn't a theory. It was a question. Are you going to do this? I brought up to Bruner something that the Seattle times continues to do. That is actual objectively true. Lying. It's factual that they are lying about COVID deaths. It's not debatable that they're lying about COVID deaths. I checked the paper that day. I went to the SeattleTimes.com and I checked, and lo and behold, right there, they're still promoting lies about the COVID flu. 
So I'll talk about that because there's news out of the state of Massachusetts. Guess what percentage of people who are hospitalized in Massachusetts ever had the COVID flu? Take a guess. I'll give you the number. Plus, the media has fallen down on all of this. They're falling down all over the abortion thing. Thomas, Justice Thomas has thoughts on that. And what really is the biggest fraud in a generation? Well, it's certainly not uh, our friends at American Financing at AmericanFinancing.net. I'm sorry, you don't get to do 20 years as a family-owned business and be any type of fly-by-night. Um, I just, this is me talking. It's not the folks at American Financing, um, at AmericanFinancing.net. I, I feel like time is really short um, for, the, for the refinance, particularly things like the cash-out refinance Um, American financing can get your refinance done in as little as 10 days. And incidentally, while we're talking about it, they are saving people up to a thousand bucks a month on their mortgages. I've said it before and I'll say it many more times in 10 years. That's 120 grand in your pockets. If you invest that money, it could be more. If you invest it wisely, it could be 200 grand. It could be 220 grand in your pockets rather than in the pockets of the bank just so you can pay interest. If you have big bills, pay those down. Get out from under this stuff. I do think time is time is short, right? And so a thousand bucks a month, what would that mean for you? Lower rates, shorter term, pay off your house, be out from under that payment quicker. So American Financing not only can get this done in as little as 10 days, there are no commission salespeople at no time. Is there any ever any incentive for them to have you do something you shouldn't do? They're A plus with their Better Business Bureau and dig this. This is it. This is the no brainer part. Ready? When you call them or go to their website, they will give you a cost free, obligation free, absolutely free mortgage review. So if you heard what I just said and you thought, I wonder if we should refinance, just call American Financing and find out or go to AmericanFinancing.net. Here's their phone number. Just call them. 866-887-2275. That's 866-887-2275. Or as I say, visit AmericanFinancing.net, a family owned national mortgage bank for 20 years. 866-887-2275, AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. So Jim Bruner at the Seattle Times says, "My, uh, my view of reality leaves something to be desired. Well, the Seattle Times is continuing to publish uh, death numbers from the state of Washington for COVID deaths. Those are lies. And what's so frustrating about this is it's very easy to discern their lies. At no point in any of their statistics do they make a differentiation between people dying from or with the COVID flu. And it's the with that is always larger. So it is in fact lying. And it's lying with a purpose. The Mockingbird media has loved the COVID flu era. It has given them far more money for nothing. They have a new business model of sucking their advertising revenues from your pockets. All the 
Pringles, Pfizer, those Moderna ads, you're paying for that. All those public health ads, you're paying for that. Whether it be state ads or federal ads, you're writing the check for that. Seattle Times is a dying publication. So monies like this are so meaningful to them, they want and need to have power brokers like Inslee in office. So how many people, what percentage, this is from um, from Massachusetts, but these numbers, they're, they're across the board. 31% of people who were hospitalized for COVID were, were there due to COVID. 69% of the people in the hospital who were reported this COVID cases, cases, cases were not in the hospital for the COVID flu. So why would they report it as the COVID flu? Because they were paid to report it as the COVID flu. They were paid cash money. Who's yours to report it as the COVID flu. Not only is this the greatest human rights disaster in history, not only is this the biggest mass killing in history, it's the biggest financial fraud in history. It's the biggest wealth transfer in history. It's about to be, with the World Health Organization, the biggest freedom transfer in history. And it's all happening directly in front of people as they are impotent to understand the implications of it, except for people who are not hypnotized. Why are we protected from this? Because in my judgment, the grace of God. The woman who runs New Zealand, the dictator of New Zealand. <laughs> She has the COVID flu. She's isolating. Oh, I want you to know. She's deeply grateful that she has uh, been injected because, of course, you know, if she had not been injected, things would have gone far worse for her. Uh, her name is Jakina Arden. Is that her name? Jakina Arden? Jacinda Arden. Jacinda Arden. She should be forever famous for giving people the permission when visiting friends to use your friend's restroom. I thought, I thought you asked the homeowner. Isn't that when you're at a friend's house and you need to use the restroom, do you say, hey, may I use your restroom? Or, or do you have good enough friends that you just go to the restroom and they don't care? She, apparently, we are supposed to call the public health officials. And importantly, because I know this is a question many Aucklanders have. You can now see family and friends again in their homes and use the bathroom inside. Luxury. <laughs> she giggles at herself. Luxury. You think this woman is smart enough to see through the World Health Organization? Peter Navarro. I think he may see through the health, World Health Organization. He definitely sees through the Fouch. It's easy to get super excited when you hear this clip. Yeah, the, uh, the, the failing CNN and the Fouch, they're, they're quite a pair there, Jim Acosta. Uh, to, uh, Tony, you're fired, dude. <laughs> hey, no, <laughs> oh, no way you're ever getting back into the Trump White House. I can assure you that. Here's your future, Tony. Republicans are going to sweep and take the House back from Nancy Pelosi. And as soon as that happens, you're going to sit your ass down in a chair in Congress and you're going to confess to creating the virus that's killed almost a million Americans now, all on your watch, sir. And then 
we're going to figure out all the special deals you had with all those grant money things. And um, we're going to fit you for an orange jumpsuit, Tony. You can count on that. So so don't be smug on CNN, dude. Okay, you're fired. And and if, if that's the only thing that happens to you, Tony, you'll be lucky because you killed a lot of people by funding this Wuhan lab. You got in bed with the Chinese Communist Party. You lied to the American people. I told the boss to fire you twice. He didn't take my advice. I don't blame him at the time. He had everybody in the healthcare bureaucracy covering for your lies and leaks. This time, you're fired. So it's easy to get excited about that because Fauci should be fired. Fauci, Gates, and the others, um, Francis Collins, the abortion-loving evangelical Christian, he calls himself abortion-loving evangelical Christian being oxymoronic. They should all face jail time. They should all face prison time. But what's missing in his statement? Who paid for this? Well, we did, but through who? How were we forced to do this? That clip freaks me out. It bothers me to the highest levels of being bothered. If you cannot name your enemy, you cannot fight the war. If you can't name the enemy, you can't even fight the battle. (laughs) He will not name an entity. In that entire clip, otherwise well done, he will not name that entity. Lester Holt is back to doing the fleecing of America. They're back to talking about the big swindle. And yes, the theft of our taxpayer money, like under the dictator of Washington State, Jay Inslee, half a billion dollars, it's never coming back. It wasn't to Nigerian hackers. How did Nigerian hackers get someone in the Washington State Department of Unemployment or Employment Security to turn off the internal fraud measures? They turned them off. Yes, Nigerian hackers. So NBC is back to reporting the fleecing of America, and they're talking about people who stole our tax money. Have you been surprised by how quickly fraudsters moved in on this money? Unfortunately, not really. Michael Horowitz is the top cop overseeing the effort to make sure the $5 trillion in taxpayer dollars went to the right place. This is his first interview in his role as the head of the Pandemic Response Accountability Committee. When the Small Business Administration, in sending that money out, basically said to people, apply and sign and tell us that you're really entitled to the money. And of course, for fraudsters... That's an invitation. The fraudsters are bold, buying luxury cars, flights on private jets, mansions. Uh, yes, they're very bold. Two things. Write a note to the feds and say, I have 400 employees and they'll send you hundreds of millions of dollars. Say... I cannot take that injection. It violates my deeply held religious principles. They'll quiz you on that. They'll pretend to have the ability to ascertain your sincerity. They'll force you then to prove you got the injections if you choose to get them to keep your job or to feed your family. You have to show ID to to walk on into Nancy Pelosi's liquor store that she's used your money to build in the state in, in the in the um, in the capital of the United States of America, a liquor store. You have to show ID. 
but just write in and tell us you want the money. All Pfizer did was the same, but their scam continues. Those people, Lester Holt profiles, are going to prison where they belong. The CEO of Pfizer is still winning awards. The Democrats want another $25 billion or something to purchase more injections from him. The swindle? Ha! How is it that Republicans are so very afraid to talk about this? Scared out of their wits? Man, I have, I, I wish I could tell you who. I really, when I say this, I feel awful because it seems like I'm teasing something. I just don't have permission to say whose house I'm going to. But it is a guy who is heroic to me intellectually, um, has done so much to save people's health. He's a guy who has awakened to the reality of politics in America and look out with this guy awake. He intends to attack and destroy junk healthcare science. Absolutely destroy it. If anyone can, this guy can. I cannot believe I've been called to his home uh, to have this discussion. I'm so anxious to do this. And I, I look back at the past five years and I notice something. When I began the process of dropping unwanted fat from my body, I had to unlearn everything the party told me about food. That the ridiculous food pyramid. Do you know how many people that has just just packed fat onto? How to get there? Lobbying. That's how it got there. I took off the original weight. And then later took off 95 pounds very, very quickly. And I had to go through and relearn what healthy means, what portion means. And here's the end result of this. And I want you to know, as you picture the end result of you and soda weight loss at SOTAweightloss.com, state of the art. Science-based, what does that mean? It doesn't mean trust the science. It means they are scientifically rigorous in their approach. They've been modifying it and perfecting it for years. They started as one store in Dallas, then became seven. Because of the success and word of mouth, they went nationwide. They track every result. So how much food should we send to people? How often should we tell people to eat? And of course, they treat everybody like an individual, unlike the mega healthcare scam pharma. Right? Here's the future. This is how I experience it. I can go out and have my ritual nights at Embers to eat pizza. I can grab a brownie because my little girl, she'd hate that. She's a teen, um, baked brownies and I want to have one. I am not locked in. Okay, I have kept off 150 pounds because like with soda weight loss, you relearn how to eat foods like that, when to eat foods like that. And to be 150 pounds lighter means my heart works half as hard to nourish my body with oxygen. My lungs work half as hard to provide my heart the oxygen it needs to nourish the body. My bones work half as hard, my tendons. And yeah, I can go out and you better believe I can put away the pizza because I know how to do it the wise way. Soda Weight Loss will get you there. It's sodaweightloss.com, S-O-T-A, weightloss.com. 
If Republicans cannot get around to naming the enemy, like the $100 billion stolen in COVID relief runs, according to the Secret Service, if they cannot get around to naming the enemy, they don't either know what the enemy is or they think we don't know. Do you not recognize the, the nature of what Big Pharma is and what it's doing to our society? I didn't. I can remember, I can remember my enthusiastic defense of Big Pharma and for many reasons. I, I can find great promise in technology. The, the things that they are capable of doing when they intend to cure can be phenomenal. But somewhere along the line, they turned the corner. And this goes back to King's. It goes back to humans. It goes back to a sin problem. It goes back to wanting more. It's never enough. At some point or another, someone in pharma said, why are we playing around? Why are we not formulating our drugs to be addictive? These people can't figure this out. Why are we not taking our, our Oxycontin and fentanyl type drugs? Why are we not going to the federal government and inventing there? They invented pain as the fifth vital sign. They said, let's start measuring healthcare providers, not on are people healthy, but are they in pain? And it worked. Republicans will talk Obamacare all day long, but they won't talk about the people who paid for Obamacare. They'll posture against Obamacare all day long, but they will not fight the mechanism, which is Obamacare to the highest degrees, or it's, it's, it's to a, a, a tyrannical degree with the World Health Organization and the seizure of our healthcare sovereignty. Have you heard any Republican talk about this? They're afraid because they cannot afford to anger big pharma. The era of the past four years will be the era of psyops and frauds, if we're honest with ourselves. Patrice Colliers, the one of the co-founders of Black Lives Matter Incorporated, is back in international news, not United States news. The Daily Mail reports. Of her ongoing swindle. You remember the $2 million home in Topanga Canyon, Topanga Canyon, California. You remember one of the first things she did was to construct a fence to keep out the, the riffraff. You'll remember that we got pictures of the house that Twitter then blocked. Even though they came from mainstream news sites. Because it's doxing. It's putting someone in danger. Twitter will not dox. Will not stop. The images of Supreme Court justices' homes being put on the news, they will not shy away from that. That's fine. That's public discourse, but not Patrice Collier's house. Well, there's this. Uh, Patrice Collier's, quoting the Daily Mail, paid her baby father $970,000 for creative services. Her brother, $840,000 for security, a fellow director, $2.1 million. And she reimbursed the, or at least she reimbursed the organization. $73,000 for a charter flight. She went with an organization that was specifically designed to kill cops, to destroy the nuclear family. She called herself a trained Marxist. And, and please, everybody dig this. I beg you to dig this. Pharma's not making any mistakes. Their tyranny's not mistaken. They know what they're purchasing. 
They know that they're raiding the treasury. They know they're getting their islands before we have the controlled demolition of the economy. They understand this. I think Patrice Colliers understands this. People would come to me and they would say, the hypocrisy. She calls herself a trained Marxist and she's purchasing million dollar homes, a trained Marxist. Yes. A brilliantly well-trained Marxist. The dictator of China is not living amongst the people. He's a king. Vladimir Putin is not living amongst the people. He's a king. Joe Biden's not living amongst the people. He's a king. Hunter Biden's a prince. Not living among the people. Nancy Pelosi is, well, I don't want to gender She's a wing, a zing, not living amongst the people. This big failing, this great big failing, it's in the Buffalo murderer. It's in others who go to the terrible extremes of murdering folks. Like he did, apparently. I have to say that legally. But it's an extreme. As I read the pieces of his manifesto that people are analyzing, people I trust like Glenn Greenwald, one very sad fact pops out. Number one, he's insane. Number two, or fact, again, legally I have to say I think he's insane. My opinion. Number two, he was shopping for a government system to fix everything. He said conservatism is dead, thank God. He hates Fox News, so he becomes a left-wing authoritarian. He hates black people because it's the fault of all black people that white people get killed. And some black person drives an SUV through people in Wisconsin and kills them and murders them. And he says, okay, because that black guy did this, I'm going to go murder a bunch of black people, a, a church deacon who used to drive people around of his own time, a, a retired police officer who confronted him and, and was killed as a brave, brave man and a hero. So he went to go murder people who are and were a thousand times the people person that he may ever be unless God redeems him. And he was shopping for a political system to solve any and all problems. Man, it's biblical. There is no human organization that is coming to save us. It is not going to happen. There is the body of Christ. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't support great organizations because great organizations that come together in the body of Christ, in fact, contribute to the healing of America, such as the employing of people. You've heard me talk about Bonefrog Coffee. Bonefrog.us is where you get 5% off subscriptions for the rest of your natural life. Bonefrog.us. We're still working on how to get coffee into the afterlife, but you're not going to need it. We're not going to need it in heaven. It says on every bag, God, country, team. I ran out of the dark roast, the medium roast. <laughs> I ran out of the Bonefrog roast. I've been drinking Zen on the weekends, the Zen coffee. I'm drinking that now, right? And it's, by the way, it doesn't have any less caffeine unless you can tell. I'm all right. 
the owner, the CEO of Bonefrog, Tim Cruikshank, 25-year Navy veteran and Navy SEAL, he puts a premium on hiring veterans. He runs a godly organization that treats people in godly ways. He makes an effort every time he can to align himself to work with veteran-owned companies as vendors. He never skimps on one thing. Well, customer service. He never skimps, but on the flavor of the coffee, he found a coffee legend to make the coffee. He's done one of his blends and he's mentored them on the rest. Dave Stewart, Seattle's best coffee. He started that whole phenomena. The very best at it. He puts money where mouth is. Proceeds from this company go to help the families of fallen seals who stood up and said, yes, I will Love my brother enough to give my life for him. That's all feel-good stuff. And it's all true. And it all manifests in the coffee you buy in every morning or whenever you drink your coffee. If you're me, that's every 45 minutes. You know what you're drinking. You know who made it and who it came from. It's bonefrog.us. Bonefrog.us. Man, I got to do a little confession here and sort of a mini personal note. I did not recognize to what degree I go around absolutely misjudging people sometimes. I've tried to cure myself of this. You know, I've been schooled so many times and it still happens to me. Um, I, or I shouldn't say that I still allow it to happen. I am working with a guy um, who is a medical provider. And I got to confess, the first time I saw this guy, I, I, I thought no one's this nice. Uh, number one, you can't be that tall and that athletic and that strong and be that nice. Nope. What's wrong with this guy? Well, nothing. I've gotten to know him as a client and I found out that in fact, um, there are people who are in fact all those things plus knowledgeable and gentle and cheerful. And I am sharing with you that I should just tell him, dude, I really misjudged you. Now, gladly, I didn't go around sharing my misjudgment to this gentleman. You know what it was? It was a jealousy. It was to covet the abilities of this guy that I'll never have. Again, I'm an old man-ish. It pains me when this happens to me, when I misjudge. I've told you before that I have a bias that I've had to fight against the Southern accent. My mom's unbelievably bad decision to have a second marriage to a guy named Jack was it was to a Southern guy and try as I might, I let that bias because he spoke with a Southern accent. He was an abusive drunk and he put his hands on me once. I was, I've told you that story, but that hangover lasted for years and I knew it. I knew it was there and it's weird. It's a paradox because I love how the Southern accents sound. I, can, I just love listening to people with it. And it took me for years. And you know what finally happened? 
is I got into a conversation with a gentleman with the deepest possible Southern drawl, and I told him. I said, I have to tell you, I love your accent, and I have a bias against it. I have, I have, and I told him why. I had that. He said the funniest thing. He goes, yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing about you with your West Coast talk. And we got a good laugh out of this. This, this bias that will sometimes show itself goes a far other direction. See, this guy, like the healthcare guy I'm working with, I'm sure he has struggles. We all have struggles, but it's so easy when you're around strong, strong men to forget the weakness that can be there that is part of God's plan. And I had just that experience with a brother at church. I've seen this brother hundreds of times now in church, probably 300 times. And he is a logger from way back, worked the chain lines, started his own company, logging, ultimately went into finishing the trees and then opened up a division as a company that was doing remodels and such. In other words, big, strong man with working man's hands. You shake his hands, there's sandpaper, they grip you that way. And somehow I always saw him as mountainous, although I've just gotten to know him. And I went into church the other day and I noticed something out of the corner of my eye that he wasn't seated, seated where he normally sits. And he wasn't acting like he normally acted. And I used the trick of the rhetorical trade. I went up to him and said, brother, how are you? He said, good. I said, yeah, but, yeah, but how are you? And he looked at me and said, shouldn't be reacting this way. I'm nearly 67 years old. Wasn't ready to lose my mom. Lost my mom. And I wasn't ready. I said, I don't know people who are ever ready. And in our circle, we asked this question. And so I said, Randy, did she know the Lord? She brought me to the Lord because I'm not worried about that. I know where she is. I know she's with God, but. <sighs> and he is a soft spoken man and a polite man. This nearly 67 year old man looked at me and said, but golly, I miss my mom. Yeah, my bias, Randy the Mountain. What could ever shake Randy the Mountain? This is the Todd Herman Show. We so appreciate your support. Honest to goodness, it's the only way we grow. So if you have a mind, hit the share button on your um, podcast app, share with friends. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, and remember that in our weakness, we get to experience his strength.